Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Point Blaster Sports Talk We are live in the studio Demi Lachey is in the studio with me live It is Fat Tuesday, February 17th Oh, today is also Frank Sanders' birthday. Happy birthday, Frank Sanders. One of my golfing partners came in with me, 94-95 crew, mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals. Uh, like I said, Demon Rush is in here. We got Taco Tuesday. Yeah, Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday Fat Tuesday, I guess. But you know you what? Know? I think Fat, tu- Fat Tuesday supersede. It's over, it overrides Taco Tuesday. I can believe that. Because it's Mardi Gras. And that's the Mardi Gras is mm-hmm. Mardi Gras is French for Fat Tuesday. And that's that's... What it what it is is a big carnival celebration. Everybody uh, eats a lot of fatty foods uh, before Ash Wednesday. Well, Ash Wednesday, which is tomorrow, I guess, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, it, um, and that's Lent for a lot of people. Some what? people stop doing things for oh, Lent. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever have. Maybe I have. Maybe it was wine or something. Maybe it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's Fat Tuesday. Uh, there's a place down in Mills too called Fat Tuesday. So yeah, it is. The, uh, the only That's why I thought you was going with it. I'm like, yeah. No, I'm not there going. A I'm, you, I think ago. you can go anywhere. Like you can go to the sandbar <laughs> for Fat Tuesdays. So imagine Fat Tuesdays. Okay. And Taco Tuesdays at the sandbar. Mm-hmm. You're still eating for cheap. The only problem is they might be they might be charging for cover now. Because I know uh, Mardi Gras is crazy. I don't know if you ever been to Mardi Gras down in New Orleans. No, or, never. Oh. It is it's crazy. This is when you get all the bees. And if you get bees, you know, you got to, I think, the stupid girl <laughs> yeah. showed their breast or chest. I've seen it. Never mind. You've seen, yeah. <laughs> you seen some of that action going on? Yeah. It's silly to me. I don't know what the purpose for for some bees, but they do it. I guess once <laughs> they get enough drinks in them, they do it. Right. Which, what's impressive, but if I want to see your chest, I watch TV. They do that on TV. Exactly. But uh, welcome to the show, 888-346-9144. That's the number of you who enjoyed in. It's just me and Demery. I haven't, you, you held it down yesterday because I had to do uh, the breakfast club for Exos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you held it down. Where was Doug? Doug didn't, Dougie B didn't Dougie call B in? Dougie B didn't call in. He let me down yesterday. He, he left me on my own. Down. But it's okay. <laughs> At least you All got right. time to sharpen your knife, sharpen your skills. Yeah, up. Absolutely. We got the uh, we got a lot to talk about. Like I said, you know the show. It goes by fast. Mm-hmm. Um I think the first thing, let's talk about the combines. Com- this is combine week. It's going back to your neck of the woods. Absolutely. In oh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> it's going back to Indianapolis. Just about a year ago, man. You? Wow. You was out? Yeah, I, mean, I was out. I was yeah. doing my thing, working out. Yeah. Getting fit. That's about right. Getting king fit. Getting, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a year ago, you was, doing, you was working Just out. Just a year ago, running. I was working out, working uh, up against the, getting my pro day started. Let me ask you something before we even get to the combine. Why, mm-hmm. you, why you didn't do it this year? Why you didn't? Oh, it was man, only a year. On. Come on, man. You, what, no, you, what you figure? You couldn't? No, I just. I'm asking you because I don't know. I want to, you know what, to be honest. Yeah, do that. I just. <laughs> do that. I'll try to do it. <laughs> no, to be honest, I mean, I just. You know, just got older and felt, you know, my time was done for the you got older. playing the game. What you mean you got older? I got a little older, man. You got I one got year older. out. You do get older playing football. People say, yeah. how does a guy get older from one year to the next? Mm-hmm. Which they, what they don't understand is not a year. You, it's probably three to four months mm-hmm. that your body, if you don't 
exactly. rested well enough, yeah. or if you try to go into some training right right now and get ready for the next season or the next thing, right? Then they you got to keep up with your body. You got to keep right. up with uh, the workouts, going out, performing those specific drills. You know that I was used to doing every single day. And once you stop, like you said, a week, a month, a month or two. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's a struggle. Can't, can't nobody always be uh, Demarcus Dupree? So uh, Marcus <laughs> Dupree. So you know, so take let, three so, years off. But so, no, nah, so, I'm just you know a lot of growing up in the last few years. You know, I felt like you know I'm I'm done with playing the game. I want to still be involved around the game, teaching it, and you know giving away my knowledge of it and mm-hmm. what I learned and what Some I can guys can't do that. Put into others. So uh, no, nah, yeah, I'm just yeah. I, you know the game was. I, I took it as far as I as I hope I would. Finished it. Didn't no serious injuries. You know after playing. Thank God. No serious injuries. No, no serious, serious injuries. Yet. Two. Uh-huh. One on my hand and yeah, one on my hand and like my hip or like Your it hip? was. Yeah, they had to go in. It wasn't necessarily surgery. See, it was that, just like that, that might be any procedure. Yeah. It was a pro- yeah. Any it was procedure a you got to go in. Procedure. Yeah. That like, get on that get on your record, yeah. And and scouts, man, they say, oh, this guy's he's a receiver. He had a hips, so, right, right. And, and then he hip and hands. I had turf toe, <laughs> yeah, hip hands toe. You a like, receiver, yeah. No, oh, I could play through it though. Oh, but you could play through <laughs> Pop it. Pop on the film. They they talking about giving you millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to play through. They want you healthy, which. Idiotically enough, they don't understand that nobody's ever healthy going. There was not one healthy person that played football today. Yeah, and then I ran into you, so mm. Mm. that had a lot Is to do with it. That good for me. <laughs> that good for you. That had a lot. Speaking to do of it. you know football, KJ got some. Uh, KJ got a, a letter from uh, Dartmouth. Oh wow! I, you know, I figured oh, wow. it'd be schools like that mm-hmm. that recruit him. But, you know, I was hoping it might be Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know, because he's that type of he that type of athlete. Mm-hmm. He's not that I'm going to blaze it out in Florida State or Miami. Right, right, he ain't right, that, right, right. that get up and go. But he's that guy that be getting to get in that slot or the number two, mm-hmm. he could be that guy. Mm-hmm. And he can also return punts and kicks. I'd rather it be neither one. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, running backs usually return punts. I if if I if if I'm coaching, I'm putting a my second running back to return no. kicks. Running backs can't catch. Return kicks. He don't return have, he, kick. He got it's time hard to catch. To, oh, you talking about a punt or a kickoff? A kickoff. Okay. Okay. Kickoff. No yeah. receivers and DBs. <laughs> I like, or, wait I mean, a DBs and receivers. Like, because I return. We had. I return punts for us, and mm-hmm. I, I think on all every level I return punts. But we also had receivers, and and I return punts in situations, like if if the team. Got close to the fifty, or was at the fifty, and they hit them. And they was gonna punt. That's when I went back there. Like a safe. Yeah, that was sure-handed. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't go drop the ball. I just never, make the catch. Just make. That's what they say. They say just, just make, make the catch. catch. Get off the field. Yeah. I, I never fell caught the ball. <laughs> never. Not one. I'm talking about when I was at the Cardinals. Uh-huh. I never fell caught the ball. <laughs> never. I said I ain't coming back here. Be no. I know team first. I know that. <clears throat> the yeah. higher you go, on any level or anything, it, it's not so much about you. It's more. The team, mm-hmm. um, but I'm like, mm-mm. I'm not, I'm not fair catching. I gotta go back to Virginia one day. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back, right? <laughs> and they don't, we don't do that. But <clears throat> let's get into the combine because there's a lot of kids, a lot of uh, dreams and uh, instant millionaires about to happen. Instant uh, dream makers about to happen. I've never been a fan of the combine. Anyway, everybody, I think everyone knows that. They know me. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the combine. I'm not a fan of the draft. I'm not a fan of uh, all-star games and you know, all-star games meaning Pro Bowls and all that stuff <laughs> for the reason that it's not, it don't benefit anybody but the person putting on. Now, I'm a fan of a business and business-minded people, mm-hmm. so it's all business. So it's the NFL and it's all business. The combine, the combine, you've been watching these guys for two to four years. Mm-hmm. There is no way. Played against some of them. And yeah. Yeah, you got some guys going in there yeah, now. Some, yeah, some guys from my conference. It's right. Going, going to, the, to combine. the Indianapolis combine. So Right. Yeah. And I was uh, training some of these guys. Uh, the DBs, I train DBs every year. I've mm-hmm. been doing that for seven years. Strong. Every year I get a first rounder. Every year, every year I got I got a first rounder every year, um, but the um, you got a reputation. I'm I'm good like that. You, you on the line this year? I know, <laughs> <laughs> but I got one guy from Virginia Tech, Kaishan. He he's uh got a guy from USC, the one who jumped off the balcony and say was saying Josh Shaw. Josh Shaw. I got Josh oh, yeah. Shaw. I had all these guys, <laughs> but the one guy is Kaishan. His work ethic. I watched him from the time he came in. And watch his body change. I watch his footwork change. I watch mm-hmm. his mentality change. And I say, just go do what you do. You you played at Virginia Tech, so that's gonna be that's easy right there. That's DBU. That's, yeah. that's that's a well known defensive back university. I it say, used to be Texas. And and you playing in Virginia for four years because he was there for four years. Mm-hmm. I say you in Virginia for four years. He's from uh, Staten Island, but by way of Poconos. But he ended, he landed in Virginia Tech. I said, man, you just go do what you do. You know how we do it in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I say that just because it's a, ment- a mental thing to get in his head. But he's the one guy that I see that they can overlook. But if he get went higher, I wouldn't be surprised because of his work ethic. Because yeah. he play, came in as a corner, played corner. He reminded me of myself, mm-hmm. and then went to safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of had a – you know, I don't like to be biased when I work these guys out. But they know – and I poured – Everybody to the side, talk to him. But you have my number. You call me. Kashan always stays in contact. He's uh, that's good. So the combine. One thing I'm not a huge combine uh, fan because you've already looked at these guys. Who who mm-hmm. does this benefit? Then organizations they go and see a guy. They might have a guy like Kashan on roster. They go see another guy and like, oh, this guy. Like this one guy from Florida State. I got. He is the worst. Ronald. Uh, he from Florida State. Yeah. He's he's. I don't. know. He had a, you know, to his defense, he had some growing issues. But his work ethic is not going to keep him in the league. He might get drafted because he went to Florida State. Ronald his, Darby? Yeah. Well, he was, what, all conference selection? Conference all is nothing. national champion? Conference. Think about conference. That's Virginia. Virginia Tech. Virginia, Virginia Miami, Tech. the U. It's some first-rounders mm-hmm. going coming from the U. They always. He, so. um, Ronald Darby, is, he, if you saw him, he, has, he walks around. Complex, like he just, I'm a first rounder, and he might be, mm-hmm. and he might be, but his work ethic is gonna have him bounce right out of there in three years. Really, in three years he will be out the league. He'll be out the league in three years. You know, I was, I was, I was quite a fan of his uh, at, Florida too, State, at Florida State. At Florida State, because I ain't know him. He, he was small. He was, yeah, he about five, what five ten, five eleven, five ten. Uh, you know, a little bit under two hundred pounds. So he was a small, active. He was very active at Florida State, Here's even though his name got bounced around, though, with the issues with Jamin Winston. And mm-hmm. Always seen Ronald Darby's name come up. Yeah. But he never took time he off the field. He's a fit-in type of guy. Really? Okay. Like, if Jameis is a star, mm-hmm. and Ronald Darby feels like he's a star, too. And he his play, he made some plays. Mm-hmm. But he going to say, well, I'm going to roll this way. I'm going to roll with him. I'm going to roll that way. So if somebody get in trouble, 
he's gonna be in trouble right with him. Mm. Now, just outside looking in, but I hope none of this stuff happens to him. I hope he stays in the league for 15 years. Mm-hmm. But his work ethic, and again, he does have a growing problem. He has, he's had surgery in college. Mm-hmm. He had surgery twice on that growing. But his work ethic stinks, man. These kids come out and they think they've got it. They think they've made it. Right. You got you to gotta go in there. There's no – if you go to a veteran team, because there's not a lot of veteran teams in the NFL on, on – Sad to say, and by veteran, I mean you got guys about their business three years or more. Mm-hmm. They're about their business. And you can go to some teams that's three years or more, and they just act like they just two- to three-year players. Ronald Darby, his, his, he got the skill set and everything he needs, but his work ethic stinks. So that's why I say a lot about Kashan. Kashan has the work, work ethic, work so ethic. I'm going to look out for him. Uh, so hopefully this combine can – you know, his numbers. We got your boy Dougie B on hold. Dougie, okay. you, you there? Come on. You guys there? We here. Yes, sir. We here. That took a while to patch through. What's going on? No, we we just talking about the combines. We we didn't really get into it. We talked to, when we opened up talking about Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I know you can't go anywhere because you are. Uh, you can't. <laughs> I'm on lockdown. You're on lockdown. You know, I was thinking like, I was going to do a Pequamy, man. Just say a hello really quick and then just drop the line again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you should have because I don't like to be – don't have me waiting. I'm like LL Cool J. I'm coming around the corner hot. Don't have me waiting. But no, man, you know the combine is just to go out there and kind of get that last little competitive edge against whoever you're going against. That's all. Because like you said, you've seen them for four – you know, whether it's two years, three years, or four years, you've seen how they play. All right, well, now let's just kind of get the stats here. 225 bench press or 40 time. Just put that that number up over maybe the, whoever you're going against to put your stock up, but that's all the com- combine is. But here's the problem. Here's the problem with all that. Here's the problem with combine. A guy can be on a bubble and he can train well for the combine. He got four months. I'm sorry. He got four. He got six weeks to train for the combine. So he may can He may not can't can't play football. He may not can't play football. Mm-hmm. That's what Virginia. I said. That's Virginia. what I said. Yeah. He Virginia. can't. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> he may yeah. not be able to play football, but he could test well. There's a lot of guys in the league that test well and get there. Then they might mm-hmm. figure it out. But there's some guys that get there and say, wow, what do we just do? We, I'm the coach. I vouch for this guy. Scouts get A lot of scouts get fired because they go out there and do this research on this guy, and then they find out he can't play. Mm-hmm. They say, you right. brought this guy in, and you brought another guy in like the year mm-hmm. before. The year before that, you bring these guys in. What are you seeing? But these guys test well. They don't. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't play. I say it's just like school. You know, you get kids who can have the study habits, right. have the right, exactly. can take a test. You know, without studying. But then when it comes to street smarts and putting the books away, you know, they're, they're lost. They big. They, it's, it's a problem waiting to happen. And yeah, I'd rather have a guy. You know, who's smart on his toes, on his feet. Yeah, you probably don't test that well. You probably don't study often. But uh, you you know what you need to do. To in order to to succeed and in order to stand out, and these so. these agents salivate over these guys because they they pay for their entire go here and work out. Oh my and, god! And yeah, I've I had, don't even want to talk about that. Right, but I had a <laughs> yeah. Well, this, I had a few okay. phone calls. They were like, "Yeah, come up to Chicago now." I'm like, "What?" Right? <laughs> yeah, we 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 got you. We uh, got you, and then you got to pay the guy back. And I'm like, uh, "We'll see." Yeah. Ain't nothing guaranteed. Ain't nothing guaranteed in the NFL. But these guys, like I said, these guys, just a shot. They test well, and, uh-huh. and, and they, 
not necessarily go out there and light it up on the football field, but they just test well and they go yeah. out there and get it done. And they get drafted. And it's to the detriment of, well, not detriment, but it's the problem is these GM lose focus when they go see these guys. Um, and more so is the head coaches, they send the GMs, head scout, they go down to Indianapolis, which mm-hmm. is happening this week. A lot of, I know a lot of guys going down. They might go a day early, like tomorrow. I know Thursday will probably be Thursday's an Thursday early day too. The, yeah. Friday they're taking physicals and all that. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday they going crazy. Saturday they do the drills, skill specifics and all that. Mm-hmm. Um But it's it's like anything else, we're gonna see some prizes, we're gonna see some like what happened, how this guy slipped. It's not a science to this thing. It's just a favorite. It's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. It's a fan favorite, this guy went to the school. I think the best teams do it, uh, like the Patriots and Pittsburgh Steelers, I think uh, some of those guys do it do it well as far as who they draft and how they draft. Mm-hmm. You go get a guy, depending on also depending on your team. If you got a, a stock team full of veterans that you know you can go out there and win ten plus games, well, you get some guys drafted in late rounds and let them learn from the veteran leadership because there's not a lot of leadership on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. So we see that we've seen that by how these guys are getting in trouble. When you got a good veteran team, a lot of your young guys are not getting in trouble. Right. They're not getting in trouble because they're in the film room. Yeah. You, you draft late, you got to draft smart. Yeah. And you got to draft, you know, who's going to be, who can fit in right now, who has the ability to, you know, that's where you get your four-year guys. Because you know these, what, two, two-year, the younger guys with speed, talent, and, uh, you know, not as much, what, years in college football, not right. as much wear and tear. You know, you draft these guys early, but then the later guys, you know, your seniors, your juniors, mm-hmm. you know, who red-shirted, transferred maybe a couple times, and those are the ones who had the longer careers and, you know, who can learn, who, you know, understands where they're at in life. Like, I understand I need to learn from these veterans. You know, you're not thrown into the hot water. And, yeah, so those later rounds, you got to draft smart. That's why I would. Um, Immature. I would draft that guy from Ohio State, that quarterback. I ain't, I'm not asking you to come out and play. Yeah. I don't want you to play right now. <laughs> You're talking about him again? Yeah, he deserves some conversation. <laughs> look, look what he did. I don't, but that's two games. Two, yeah, three, three. Games. Oh, three games. Three big games. Three to and he was already there. Life. But it wasn't him. But, and what we talked about before, because you know I'm an Ohio State boy. Mm-hmm. But what we talked about is it wasn't him that carried that team for the victory, though. Who was it? Ezekiel Thomas. So, yeah, was he in those big games? Yes. Did he, need, did he do what he needed to do? Yeah, I'll give him that. But he didn't go above and beyond that greatness to show me that he's ready to continue up to the next level. Because oh I, I would like to see what you have with him without Ezekiel behind the ball and put the game more on his shoulders than the run game. They because still that's what's going to tell me if he's ready or not to step up to the NFL level. Well, you look at a lot of quarterbacks in, on the collegiate level. And that's a, you know what? That's a good conversation to have when we come out of break. We'll have a conversation. But I just think I'm not asking him to come in. I'm asking you to spend your junior year under a significant quarterback coach, under a good offensive coordinator, and teach you the game in the NFL. He has all the tools. Now, what if he's not starting next year? Now, we'll, we'll talk about that. Quam Lasha Sports Talk, Dem Lasha in the studio, Doug on the line. We'll come right back. We'll finish up on that topic. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. 
In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports hey welcome back to the corner that's sports talk we are live on a fat tuesday taco tuesday if you're here in arizona you might be talking tuesday everywhere i guess taco tuesday yeah we, I'm, i don't know i might get it in like i said it's frank's birthday i text him and said lunch on me because I know Taco Tuesday was, you know, it's two dollars, so <laughs> you get all you want, Frank. Um, now we're talking about the combine. We also got into the quarterback situation in Ohio State, and we'll get hit that game. But yeah. here's here's what the combines, here's what the combines is. And, and I said I'm not a fan of it. I'm, if a guy, if I've been watching a guy for two to four years, and some of these guys come out after their red shirt sophomore year because they can. But if I've been watching from that long, what what I need to see you at the combine for? Okay, let's say you do all that. You get all these guys at the combine. Why mm-hmm. is there a pro day? Why do I need to go back to his school and do the same thing over and over? This is why I say it's for shows, it's for TV, it's for the it's for the money. Because some of these guys get out there and they test well. They can't. Half of these guys cannot play. Half of these guys don't even have a desire to play. <clears throat> they just they just. They test well. I think Demery alluded to it as far as correlating to school. I, I might, I can't, I'm not turning my homework because I know I'm going to pass the test. So mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. That's how some things are. Uh, but you testing well at the combines and your shorts, they are giving scholarships now to kids playing 707 football across the country. Oh, yeah. So this is what the combines is. I'm going to do everything great in my shorts and T-shirts. That's why Johnny Manziel got drafted in the first round because he came out and passed. Just changed right. the dirt. He changed everything. But that up. helped him. It helped him. I'm not going to lie. It see, pro him. day, yeah. I agree with the pro day. Combine, nah. Yeah. Pro day, just to see your skills, see you do individual drills. You know, they tell you, hey, we want to see you do about 20, 15 reps of this. Okay, let, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see Demery run about 15 routes, you know, three goal routes, whatever. So with Johnny Manziel, everybody was like, well, can he throw a deep ball? 
in the NFL with shoulder pads. Yeah, anybody can do it with, you know, out the pads, the helmets. Teddy Bridgewater, what, Teddy Bridgewater actually struggled in his, but we see how yeah. that turned out. Yeah. And yeah. compared to Johnny Manziel, where they say he had an awesome day, he probably missed two passes, but he had on pads and a helmet. Even if he would have had taken that stuff off, any, what, would they would have declined him to more of a second, third round pick? Well, you look at the receivers over there. The I combine, think that's why I think they, they don't have him. their quarterback throwing to them. So their timing is off. Oh There's quarterback yeah. and receivers, that's a timing, that's a timing of. Chemistry right there that needs to be right connected. So I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see why mm-hmm. there's a combine and then there's a a pro date. I, I'll put more emphasis on a pro date. You want to see these guys go to the school? Yeah, and most of these guys do. So with the combine coming up, you have the bigger names in college football: Jameis Winston, Mariota. They're not going to perform. They're going to do what? Probably they'd be, they'd be crazy a few passing drills. I wouldn't do that. Get some measurements, some hand measurements, and then they're just going to chill out until their pro day so they can perform their 60-pass drill. And, you know, you go from there, Tampa Bay. You you make your decision off of that. Well, that was, what about looking at the, the combine and limit it to Division two, Division three? That doesn't get the exposure that the D1 schools get. Mm-hmm. So I'll be fine with that. Really, yeah. it's still the same concept of what can you do on the field. But at least you get these guys now coming up and at least putting some numbers out in front of these uh, pro coaches and scouts right. to show you, hey, I've got some strength or I've got the numbers, I've got the, the 40 time. Because you can always go back and look at the film, you know, but at least these guys are getting a little bit more exposure now than the D1s. That's going to be seen every day on Saturday. But well, these guys can be invited to the combine, mm-hmm. Division two and three. They could be invited, but overall... There is a combine for the Division Two. They do. They they have Division Two, Division Three combines. They have another. It's not as big as the Indianapolis NFL combine, but there's one in Chicago. It's called like the Midwest Combines. I mean, still big D1 players go there. Mm -hmm. Uh, A few guys from Cincinnati who were all conference players. They didn't make it to the Indianapolis one, but they performed up there in Chicago. And then they have another one in Texas. So yeah, it's different combines. This is just like Kwame was saying, national attention. you know, just for TV, because the big NFL combine, you get drafted either first, second, third round guarantee. That's the whole blase they throw behind it. If you don't make first through third round, then you shouldn't have been there. And then, right. yeah. So I agree with both of y'all. I mean, the combine, yeah, this NFL combine, the one in Indianapolis, is pretty overrated. And even, yeah, you like to see guys second, third round, or second. Division two, Division three schools, lower Division one schools. You love to see these guys perform, see their numbers compare with these big, bigger numbers. Because sometimes those guys perform even better. But it's all about going back at the film. Because I've seen those few guys in my conference who perform way better mm. than some of you know the bigger D one schools. Like you said, your Florida States, your Alabamas, your Stanfords. But it's then when it comes down on the film, yeah, when it comes down on the film. The guys I played against, I was like, there's no way that, yeah, he'd be probably a weight room warrior because you have a lot of those. And then <laughs> once you cut on the film, once the lights come on, it's a whole nother deal. And well, that's. And it goes to yeah. exactly like the 225 bench press. Say you get a D line that, that can give, say, 35. That's a pretty fair number for a D lineman. So you got that guy, overall looks pretty strong, pushing two, uh, 225 up to 35 times. But then you get him on the field. And he can't do anything with that strength. What because that he's, I mean? he probably stands straight up, doesn't have no drive in his he legs. He don't understand so, angles yeah. and leverages. And, right. And, yeah. and there's no power. But you get a guy. These 
these guys are coming out now are more hybrid guys. You got an outside linebacker playing D line, D lineman, mm-hmm. or getting into the two point stand. A lot of these guys are hybrid guys. They're not getting no gym to lift weights. They they in the track on the track team trying to get right. past these offensive linemen. Oh my god. Yeah, you don't know how many track guys I've known who got football scholarships, right? And ain't played it down to uh, like football. their last year, if if that. That's crazy. Yep. So a lot well, of these guys, rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of his speed and they don't understand mm-hmm. and leverages. All right, let's get off here. But but real quick, anybody you excited to see combine besides your no, guys I, that you mentioned? No, no I would add this though. I, if I was Marcus Mariota and uh, James Winston. Or any of the top ten guys, I would not work out of the combine. I will work Which out. Not. I will work out in the comfort comfort of my uh, my school. I will go with my, do my pro date. I will go there and let you take all the physical, so we can bypass that nonsense when you come to my school. Get my hand size, my my uh, height and weight, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to do an interview? We could do an interview. A lot of guys gonna lose out on their draft picks on interviews alone. That's what I. That's what I'm waiting to see. The they interview gonna, process. I talked to some of these guys. Mm-hmm. Josh Shaw. Oh my you goodness. Know? I said, I said, it's gonna be some heat coming. And but see, here's here's what agent coming to play or don't come into play. Mm-hmm. Get these guys some speech code. Some you should you should know how to talk by now. Uh, I don't care where you're from, where who you are. If I'm interviewing you, I got to be. I'm I'm not saying speak the Queen's English to perfection. I don't even no fan of the Queen's English. Me personally, mm-hmm. but you going for an interview? You going for a job? Dress the part to, uh, and do what you have to do. I talk to a lot of these guys, and I'm amazed by how they talk. I'm very amazed. So a lot of these guys are going to lose draft picks, not draft picks, but spots, just on interviews alone. And if some mm-hmm. guys going to move up an interview, and there goes the, the nonsense again where this guy interviewed well, but he can't play. Mm-hmm. You already had your draft board set. But you went there and saw a guy, and you, you, oh, I like this guy. He's such he fit well into our program. He interviews well. He'll be a great stand up thing in the community. Guy in the community, yeah, but he can't play football. Mm-hmm. He can't play football. And they, in, in three hundred and sixty four five more days, they're gonna have this draft again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not interested in the answer question though. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not interested in seeing anybody. Uh, I don't care where these guys go, really. Oh mm-hmm. uh, man, you know what? I got. I guess I got a slight. Concern of where, where my guys, the guys I train, where mm-hmm. they go, how hard they yeah, go. Because I don't think the safety position is that deep this year. So depending on, safety might be like you said, your boy Kashan, I think he's listed as a safety right now. Yeah. And if he performs like, you know, decent combine numbers, maybe mm-hmm. a good bench press, good interviews, good measurements, uh, they see his work, work ethic, mm-hmm. you know, just run, keep running through the drills, never stop, never walk. They see that. The one thing I told them, guys, I said, don't go out there and rush it because there's a lot of scouts yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, They'll yeah, go out there yeah, and rush and be tired, exhausted. Mm-hmm. I said, did you see? Um, did you see uh, <laughs> my boy from? Um, yeah, I can't, uh, from LSU with the Cardinals now. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, Honey Badger. Honey Badger. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of his real name. Tyron Matthews. Tyron Matthews. You see him out there so smooth, went on his own pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, go out there and do that. That's all they want to see if you can do the drills. Mm-hmm. Everything we worked on, they're going to do in the combine. I've even done some things they did in the combine four years ago. Just so it's not a surprise, depending on who the DB coach is that's going through these drills. But don't go out there and rush yeah. through some stuff and mess up. And then it, you, got, you got 30 GMs or 15 to 20 GMs in the stands and – 
100 scouts in the stands mm-hmm. looking at you and DB coaches looking at you mm-hmm. saying, oh, he can't do this. Well, they don't, they don't equate, they don't add any of the pressure that comes with the combine <laughs> to these guys making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Huh? You, you should be able to handle that pressure. I don't know. I don't know. Some guys, uh, like I said, take, take, t- I, I aced everything during the school year. But when it came to take a test, I got a C. But mm-hmm. I got A's on everything else. Some some guys handle it different, and, and then the interview process come, and that's why you that's how you decide, you know, on an average, what guys hold up the most in every category. You you handling that pressure. This is the this is why I say. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I will say this to that. You about to start a new career in your life. This could change your whole outcome for mm-hmm. the next five to fifteen years. So you should be prepared for whatever's going to happen. That's why I tell them, slow it down. Mm-hmm. Go watch your pace. Um, yeah. There is going to be some pressure. But there's some great coaches, secondary coaches. And I'm going to give you another story after this about a guy who got mm-hmm. drafted, who got a scholarship to U of A in flag football. But there's some great coaches out there uh-huh. and out there that's um, – they say, oh, we had to come by. He got some pressure, but I see what he can do. Right. I, I can see what he does best. I can see what he can do. I see he fits into what we do mm-hmm. defensively or in our secondary. There's some guys out there, but there's some other guys say, well, how you make, how you make that mistake? And it's, it's the guys who can't do it. Mm-hmm. This guy, I was at a, I was at a, a 707 this past weekend, um, and it was it was pretty good. It was it was it's interesting. I'm thinking about doing a seven seven on seventeen. I told you we yeah. talked about this. As yeah. I need to get one. I need Stop to get nervous. I ain't nervous. I'm just got time. I gotta make sure right. I gotta try to. You know when you're scrambling, <clears throat> you're everywhere, and you never get one thing fully done. Right. But you right. got every, everything might be done, but the best part about anything is getting one thing. You got seven things on the paper on the list. Right. Get one done. Mm-hmm. Move to the next one. So when you got all of them going. Mm-hmm. You talking about some stuff now. You talking about some things going around and around. Right. And keep coming. This one guy, <laughs> he was on the uh Tucson team. Tall guy, lanky. He put you in the mindset of uh of uh the cornerback in Seattle. Sherman. Richard Sherman. I can't think for crap. Uh, <laughs> he put you in the mindset of Richard Sherman. He gets beat on a double move. Boom, 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 gone. Ooh. He's gone. They mm-hmm. got gone. He, I'm talking about he beat bad. It looked bad. This what got him a scholarship. This this one play got him a scholarship at U of A. Is um, he recovered, ran the ball. should have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Ran all the way back down there and grabbed the ball like uh, um, Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. Beckham. Grabbed the ball like that and made the play. Mm. But every time, other than that, he's getting burnt. U of A coach said, that's the play got you a scholarship because I know that's not going to happen when I coach you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you how to do angles and leverage. I'm going to teach you drills, mm-hmm. teach you how to, you know, understand route recognition. He had a full scholarship playing seven-on-seven seven football to U of A. Yeah. Mm. Without pass on, too. Without, yep, without pass on. Mm-hmm. Without pass. I want to see, see how he does once those pads come on and he gets trucked. Because, sir, you put those pads on, it's a whole different game. He don't get trucking my defense because my corners don't make tackles. <laughs> my my corners cover. Trucking, man. My corners cover. You better, you better. But they do. They will understand angles and leverages. Mm-hmm. You get, get a good angle. Yeah, you get a good, a good angle. Tackle. You better get on right. That's to, crazy. To, to help come. 
That's crazy. Well, but yeah. A lot of guys get hurt mm-hmm. when they can't tackle because they close their oh, eyes God. and they dive on their shoulder and then they just tore their shoulder up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, you're going to get struck by running that little, uh, when they do a little flanker screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're going to do drills. You know we do drills to, to, to make pad contact in practice. But, but college football is like flag football played, itself. My first thing is I'm going to put him in pads. And I'm gonna let my guy. It's it's a bull rush. It's it's on because you're gonna get used to getting hit. And you're gonna be fired now if you're gonna last. <laughs> and you're gonna be fired as a coach. They don't do that. No, they don't do that anymore in college. I mean, you got you might be you might can go to a team where it, where there's a handful of coaches like that, and you try and toughen them up. But them guys are gonna be at the Division two and three schools, mm-hmm. and, and they trying to. This college is big business. They're so big they don't want any guys getting hurt. They practice almost like. Pro practice is like seven oh seven. No, I don't understand that. But if this guy's never put pads on, I'm oh. gonna make sure he's in it. If he gets hurt, oh well. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Waste the scholarship. But I, hey, but you know me, I'm old school. Yeah, but that's a lot of money you wasted right there. But yeah, I know you. I know what you mean when you saying what you said. It's that but, old ball coach. Yeah, that's, I hate it, man. He wants to do a bull ring. I hate it, coaches like you, man. Like, he want to put you in a bull ring. I'm an athlete. I don't need to. I don't need to show you nothing. I'll show you something when the, when the lights come on. Doug will ah. put you in the middle. <laughs> yeah, in the middle and, and tap. Boy, see how tough you six. are. Go, go fight the biggest, strongest old, old lineman we got. Like no, <laughs> no, no. I'm not going to put my one of my beat. You know my boy. No, I'm, I know what you're talking about. One on one contact. You don't put no Richie on him. Right. No, <laughs> no, Richie's gonna stay away from that from him. But no, I'm gonna at least go some one on one drills with the receiver. Make sure he's able to work it out in pads. If he gets you know a little flanker screen on him, he's gonna be able to fight off that block. And if he gets blindsided, he's gonna be able to stand back up and continue fighting on. Because if not, why do I want to put a scholarship on a guy that can't play in pads? Well, he can develop over time. That recovery, you 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 don't know how many guys who can't recover after a double move. That guy recovered. And I, then granted, it was in seven oh seven. It was in a seven oh seven. He got scorched up on the move along. The receiver just broke him down. The receiver should have been high stepping in the end zone, but he was able to recover from that. And I'm not saying the throw was bad or the, the held too long. I'm just saying, if I saw that, I'm giving him a scholarship because <laughs> you don't, you can't recover. Yeah, having somebody well, who can I, recover well, like let me that. See that recover and pad. A whole different ballgame. I am going to see it in pass, in practice, when I get my scholarship, the full scholarship. You got a full scholarship to the University of Kwame, and you come in here and play lights out. You do that. If you make a mistake, you do that. But I'm going to teach him not to make those mistakes, not to get beat on double moves. So you're going to give him a scholarship right away and not just invite him out to, to camp? Right away. I'd invite him to camp. You invite him and to if camp? if you perform with pass on, then... then you, your potential is a full scholarship. And while you invite him to camp, you gonna have the uh, you gonna be ranked at the bottom of collegiate level of recruiting. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna He's have a top go recruit. He, he can't. He lives in Tucson. He can't. He can go somewhere else. He can't. He's he's not. Obviously, he's not because he's still playing seven on seven there. He hasn't been offered anything else, right? No, because uh, yeah, he's been he's been offered by the coach. Some guys just want to stay home and go to school. Mm-hmm. Right. Some guys want to be. What's wrong with going to a big time program like to, uh, U of A? That's nothing wrong with that. Except it's U of A. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with going to ASU. Some guy. The problem with ASU. Well, my problem I've had with ASU in the past it was 
they didn't keep a lot of their stars in, at home, a lot of their high school right. guys at home. So that was my problem. But you got a guy that snatched somebody up in their backyard. Yeah, I'm going to give him a scholarship, and it's going to be full. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and finish up the show. Kwame Lass Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. But tonight, don't call it a comeback. Speaking of which, don't call it a comeback. 888-346-9144. Come like sports talk. Give me Lache. Yeah. Doug in this. Doug at home. Oh, Doug, you might, I don't know where you are. Where you at? I'm, you never know where I'm at. I know that's right. I, I know that. That is true. Don't call it a comeback. Let me see. Let me tell y'all what I just found out. Yeah, that's, Happy birthday, Michael Jordan. Uh, no. Okay. Um, is Kansas it lost to West Virginia last night. Kansas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> you know what I don't get? Guys who ain't guys who uh, team stinks. Talking about other teams, oh, that, was, that was that was that was a bad loss. West Virginia was digging in them too, boy. It was close the whole way. I don't. I just threw my glass of wine on. Them. Speaking of glass of wine, I was surprised they pulled that out. Huh? I was surprised they pulled that out. Not me, West Virginia. Yeah, me too. I was too, Doug. They I got some too. horses in West They do, Virginia, but that man, they they had two guys down. Yeah, Kansas boy. I, they, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because when they're in the top ten, they find a way to top be the top chokers. Anyway, <clears throat> for Doug rudely interrupted uh, <laughs> the the um, combine. You know they having a combine. Speaking of combines, they having a combine for. Guys, veteran guys. Yeah, I heard about that. That is crazy. This is the yeah, for. Uh, it's only probably gonna be on a hundred. It's for like plus, free agents, free agents for guys, guys who've probably who, been out a year. Yeah, at the most. Right. I heard about that. I'm gonna tell Adrian. I want Adrian gonna do it because Adrian still want to play. Hey, Dub. But they having a combine for veterans. I will go. I will be interested and go see that one to see <laughs> <laughs> to see who this dummy who can't let go. 
<laughs> popcorn in the front row with, with a big, not soda, a big lemonade. A bit, and slurping. Just watching it. Just slurping it like. Yeah. Icy and everything. Yeah, I would love to see. You know what? I heard about that. And at first, I was like, "Man, that's that's great. That's, that's a good. That's, that's a good idea." Shit. Then I started thinking, "Wait a minute, because he's gonna get some guys from everywhere mm. trying to participate in this." This guy asked me to uh, come to Japan. I, I don't know if I told y'all that. <laughs> yeah, you. I. You talk to me about it. Come to Japan and and, and for uh, a couple months and helping. Yes. No way. No how. Well, I mean, the game of football does need it. It, it needs to be more international, kind of like the NBA. Well, that's why they play over in the seas now. Well, that's why they play over. Where is it? Um, uh, Europe. Europe. I know yeah. they had the little Euro League, but in Canada, uh, they have those leagues up there. But I mean, yeah, it does need to start to fold out internationally to help save the game, because you know, in America, where the game is looked at, where it's headed to, you need more players. You need more teams. It's start. It's 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 time. It's time to grow internationally. It's time Football? to recruit. No, I don't go think to so. Asia. Go to recruit. Everybody's don't go they don't to Germany. Go like recruit. Us. They don't evolve like Americans unless they got some substance in them. This guy actually for uh, he played speaking rugby. Of, speaking of evolving, you see the uh, the biogenics guy. I think it was biogenics. Uh, Who's that? Got four years, forty eight months. The one who was with uh, a Rod. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The Florida guy. Yeah. Yikes. He got four years. But everybody around the world doesn't evolve like American men. No. Or, or women, for that matter. Look look at the you know, girl. I'm not going to disagree. There, there's players out there overseas in Asia and, and Russia that could play in the NFL. They are. But it's not enough to, to have a competitive league. league. To expand the league yet. To have a competitive so, so, well, league. So, Jeremy, you saying expand now. the league? Or? It's, it's expanding. Here's what they're doing over in um, – London, they're trying to put two teams over in London, maybe four, and those teams yeah. and mm-hmm. those teams going to spend half of the season here and half there because you, you, there's no one in the world. It might not even be yeah, – I think it might equate to half of the season, but you're not going to be able to fly over here, and the closest you're going to get is to New York. Fly over here. How are you going to play a team in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what that travel's like? Mm-hmm. Mm. You exactly. So you're not gonna be able to come over here and then fly back, and then be ready to play next week in London. It's not gonna happen. You, you go ahead, Doug. Look, look at NFL Europe when it was when it was big. I mean, obviously we don't really have it now, but NFL Europe. Who was playing in there? The Americans that couldn't make that step up to the NFL league, so they went over and played NFL Europe. He you hate me. Saw any talent in NFL Europe that were from the Europe, uh, just overseas area as well. So. I mean, that's, I could see expanding it if that was the case where you had a lot of people, you know, from Asia, Europe, and everything, Russia, all those people that were contributing to the NFL Europe, but you really didn't. It was more Americans going overseas to play, just like, you know, overseas basketball. Yeah, there's some uh, last year. I didn't see him this year over at EXO, uh, formerly known as uh, API. Uh, but I, it was a group of uh, guys from China over here. They were a football team over there. They came out here to learn, do some different strength training, different uh, techniques, methods, uh, methods that we use uh, to get ready for season, stuff like that, uh, learn the knowledge of the game or learn the game, get some knowledge of the game. Uh, but they were over here. So I could see the expansion. I don't know if Denry is talking about expanding so they can play the United States or expanding the game over there so they play each other. 
Um, well, because I don't. What, know. I'm, what I'm saying is expanding the game. World, instead of a Super Bowl, you have a World Bowl. That could be. A, that I would, we would. Would you watch them. that? I would watch it for one to, for one or two years. Yeah. Well, that's weird. What I'm saying is, you see the game, the NBA, internationally. You see a lot of international players have made their way to basketball rosters, and you see how now the NBA is ready to expand. You know, they got leagues all over everywhere. That's the same deal I'm thinking about with the NFL, with football, period. Yeah, it has your Euro League, it has your Canadian Football League, but to have that international player, you know, come over and play on the U.S. team, then also have a China Football League, a, uh, you know, Russian Football League, wherever, all across the world, same deal as the NBA does it. It's a lot of, uh, you know, it's a lot of international leagues, obviously, as you see in the NBA. And in the NFL, yeah, it's... It's brutal. It's not as long as the NBA, a couple of weeks. Uh, but it, it has a chance to expand other leagues starting and also to start recruiting, start looking around for these international football players. I know a guy who played rugby a couple of years ago for his nation, his country. The Colts picked him up in, as a free agent a couple of years ago. What, he's still on the – no, he's a, actually a uh, – he's a rush. He's a DN rush. And big dude, big solid dude. I know him because – this girl I used to talk to, her friend, they friend dated the guy. Friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go. So, <laughs> you know, the guy, you know, he's a big dude, like big rugby guy. And he was like, yeah, all I did was play rugby. The coach owner came, well, picked me up, scooped me up, signed a contract. Here we go. I'm we learning a, the game of football. Rugby guy. We had a rugby guy on my team. He was a punter. He was a great punter. Probably mm-hmm. going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. But he was a great punter. It's hard for punters and kickers to get in. Not kickers so much, but punters. But this guy... And San Diego, he was our punter before Mike Seifert became the punter. And Mike's still there doing well as a punter. Mm-hmm. After all these years, I think this might be 11th or 12th year. No, it might be his 11th year, going on his 11th year. But, yeah, you can get those type of guys. You can get those skills guys. This is the same way I recruit. I would recruit. I go to Midwest and get me big guys, linemen and D-linemen. Right. I go to the coast, both coasts, and get speed guys. And I go up, up north or down south and get quarterbacks. I recruit because of the areas and how they, you know, you breathe. There are certain people every, everywhere, but there are certain people specifically in certain places, mm-hmm. depending on what you want on your team. Right. Real quick, so we're not talking about football all the time. Y'all <laughs> watch the All-Star. Well, Doug mentioned Kansas losing to West Virginia. <laughs> Westbrook. The All-Star game. Yeah, well, well, the All-Star game was the three-point shootout. Stephen Mar- Marbury. I mean, uh, I said Marbury. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Kerry. Easy with that. Because I, I was, you know what? You know how Marbury popped in my mind? Stefan, Stephen. You no, know, yeah, okay. yeah, but we were talking China. You know, he's over there in Beijing. He's, a, he's over there. He's the, doing his thing. He's doing it. Look he, at Boris Diaw. He set go- the tone. Boris Diaw's out there in China averaging 30. And Came the, back to U.S., yeah. won a championship. Won a championship. Oh, we, we? <laughs> yeah, he comes up. That sounds like Italian, uh, yeah. French, uh, French. Oh, it is French, so you use Mardi Gras. You can use that. Um, but, no, the three-point shootout was, the, to me, the best of, of it. But then I watched Westbrook do what he did in the All-Star game, which he's already had that high confidence level, and, and even though they didn't play in the defense, he was going to do that. He could do that anyway. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I wonder how it propels them, because I think they might be in ninth spot. In the yeah, West, they're sitting at nine, right behind Phoenix. They will be in the seventh spot in two weeks. <laughs> in yeah. two weeks, they will be in the seventh spot. 
I believe it. Because of that and and the changing of Kevin Durant, talking about he found himself or he know who he is now. Oh, people are pissing Kevin Durant off too. They hate it. You know what bothered me about that? The media is coming at KD so much. He, because he's he not to... their golden boy. They can't go to him and ask him all the stupid questions. Stop yeah. asking me about my coach. Why don't you ask my coach or the GM about my yeah. coach? I didn't hire my coach. And just because I don't have a, we don't have a championship, you don't think, think I, should, I, I lace these shoes up? Mm-hmm. I work on the offseason to get a championship. Some teams are just better. San Antonio Spurs, Miami Heat at the time, uh, who are Dallas Mavericks. Some teams are just better. So it's hard to get that. Now, they had Kevin Hardy. I mean, uh, Harding. Yeah, James Harden. James Harden. Yeah. They might have had a championship by now. Of course. They might have had a championship. You know, I mean. You cannot defend all the You ain't keeping him in OKC, though. Not in that market. No. You couldn't Maybe as a Laker, Knicks. Yeah. You can't afford them. You can afford it when you in New York or LA, but, but they hate Kevin Durant now. Man, dude. Because he's not the good old boy. Remember how Kobe was a good old boy to that Denver incident? Yeah. They they hate when they don't have nobody to go to or nobody they right. can say. And Kevin oh, Durant said, Yeah, Kevin Durant was like, you know, I ain't no puppet. You know, like he just how he felt. I, I'm out of trouble, never got arrested, you know, never did anything. You know, but well, first of all, you ain't supposed to get arrested, so there ain't nothing, no, 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 ain't no, hey, 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 right there. hey, the way that the league been going lately, yeah. like if you ain't got no arrested, then what you doing in here? No, but he, uh, yeah, he ain't never gotten in any trouble, no incidents or whatnot. Um, but never been caught, yeah, it, that's who I guess. I don't know Kevin Durant but you, personally, but, but look at Kevin I don't Durant know him personally, but truly, but look at Kevin Durant, you wouldn't imagine him doing anything. Oh, heck you don't imagine all he want to do is stay in the gym. Caught. All you want to do is the boy from DC. The worst he'll do is if he was gonna get in trouble, he would have been got in trouble. Worst he'll do is get in somebody's face on the court, right? And you know, throw some blows. That's it, but yeah, he's a Damn. smart guy. He, uh, yeah, he's just an animal. He, he kind of reminds me of Marshawn Lynch. You know, I'm not no role yeah. model. I'm not gonna. That's I'm not Charles no puppet. Barkley. But at the same time, excuse me, I'm not. I wasn't done. But go ahead. I'm not. I'm not the league's puppet. I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you great things and you know. When the league's doing this to us, right? And Durant was being straight up, and then he also, you know, I think just started back when. Remember when OKC media threw shots at Kevin Durant last yeah. year in the playoffs when they called him Mr. Unreliable. Right. Are you kidding me? Now, after all that good stuff I've been saying, doing here, <laughs> and y'all call me that, I think it Are started Are you kidding right there. me? Yeah. It started right there. And now Russell Westbrook is coming along, and, you know, the Russell media Westbrook is always, always that guy. The media wanted, <laughs> is, is picking up the story about Washington Wizards picking up, you know, Durant going home to Washington, so he's hearing that a lot. And OKC throwing shade at him, talking about Mr. Unreliable. And right. Calling him out in the media, always injured this season. That like, might be your first like, great what insight is going on the show on? ever. That you, might be. It stayed. You just don't listen. You just don't <laughs> let me finish. That's all. Because it started right there. Doug, he just don't let me finish. But we know, you can see that, though, right? Look at me. I interrupt every once in a while. Because we're too, we're too passionate, man. But I agree. Kwame always jumps. Or you know what? <laughs> Shut up, Doug. say something, <laughs> and he just keeps going and going and going and going. And then the segment's over. Like, like you're doing right now. No, I just voiced my opinion because Demery asked. OKC is going to jump, and if Phoenix don't trade Dragic, if Phoenix don't trade Dragic, they're going to be in trouble. They, if they don't trade Dragic? If they don't trade him, they're going to be in trouble. Well, unfortunately, right. it's Tuesday. It's Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday in French, uh, Taco Tuesday, and we got to get off the show. We will have Wednesdays off. It'll be a lot of sports, so we'll have a whole lot to talk about. On Thursday, too bad, Doug, you're not on this side of town because we was going to take you to Taco Tuesday. But Kwame Lachey Sports Talk, Demery Lachey, Dougie B, as uh, Demery calls him, the hip-hop name, 
And uh, we'll get out of here. <laughs> we out of here. We'll talk to you guys Thursday. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.